everyone and welcome back to Tea and Conversations. I um was just sitting here thinking about the holidays, just kind of, you know, it's raining here in Georgia and so much just, you know, just going on in my mind right now. But as I sit and I think about, you know, December, just a lot of pondering moments because we're coming up on, you know, January. It's, you know, when you're getting close to Christmas, it's like you just bypass the thoughts of Christmas and you automatically are just thinking about, I mean, for myself personally, I can't say for everyone else, but I know lately I've just been kind of, you know, my mind really haven't been much on Christmas, but just really been thinking about, you know, changes and, you know, goals and things that I'm trying to, you know, accomplish or whatnot. And I wonder sometimes if I'm operating in a lack of patience or if I'm, you know, losing hope, losing faith. And how do we address the times in our lives when we, you know, um, are, are kind of coming to the end of a year, you know, facing a new year. And there are things that you've set for yourself and you just don't know if it's going to happen. How do you deal with those moments and how do you, um, you know, get over those hurdles? How do you get over the thoughts of, you know, maybe it will happen, maybe not. Do you be at peace? Do you be, you know, sometimes at war within yourself? What do we do with that? How do you deal with that? Brian, what's, what are your thoughts? Hey, uh, what's up, y'all? I just um, see it through a different lens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very challenging, I know. But it's so important to look at everything that you're dealing with, the challenges that you're facing. You want to look at it in the scope of one day at a time. True. And I think because the when the end of the year come and you have the holidays so much and you know is going on we lose sight of we should still be moving one day at a time because Mm -hmm. it's the end of the year and because we have so much going on we shouldn't get away from that principle that christ taught he said tomorrow um is enough challenge you know you have enough challenges in today and you shouldn't really focus on tomorrow right and um you know yesterday is gone so um that is a huge challenge during the holidays to keep the focus on moving one day at a time and that's what i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. and um trying um with all my might to not allow um anxiety to kick in Mm -hmm. um you know just such a you know i'm deeply passionate about um my dreams and things that i want to do and you can just lose sight of one day at a time because you're so um captivated and capped you just all of your attention is around trying to achieve whatever you're trying to achieve and um that can impede your progress so that's my um it's very difficult but you know by the power of the holy spirit uh, we can do it by just taking things one day at a time i know but sometimes and, and it is it's like you have to um i sometimes hear you when you get up in the morning and then you just like saying okay and you have to remind yourself this is what i'm doing today i have to you know you know today i'm going to think this way it's like it's a you're taking it one day, you know, moment by moment, but 
throughout the day. I get that. But it's sometimes like when your thoughts are coming and you're, you're driving and you're looking around and just be like, well, dang, you know, I'm, I'm trying to practice that principle. But sometimes in life, it is hard. It is very hard to do the one day at a time because, you know, as human beings, we have this innate, you know, um, moment in our life where we feel like we should be in a different space. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, if you're not in the space that you desire, it's so easy for us to get in a funk, so easy for us to fall into this trap of disparity, you know, and just feel defeated. And you definitely have to fight that feeling every moment. And it's not like, you know, every day you waking up winning, you know, some, some people I hear this sound like I'm waking up winning, right? But that's not, that's not your everyday thought process. I know for myself personally, it's mm -hmm. not my everyday thought process. And sometimes it is hard because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, you're getting older and you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, I know at this point I wanted to have this, you know, established, or I wanted to have this um, opportunity reached and it's not there. And I guess you're right. It's like a one day at a time, but sometimes having that that process of moving in that one day at a time could be just as challenging as saying, I need to take it one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, the, um, going to the text, it, the, the scripture says that, um, what scripture I'm thinking about of um, the word is a light into our path. Mm -hmm. And this is just the, um, uh, this is what we have to apply when, when you lose sight, mm -hmm. think about it, just that very phrase, when you lose, when you lose sight, how do you get your sight? How do it's like you're walking in darkness or when you're frustrated, when you're um, like you, you were just saying, when you begin to wrestle with despair, et cetera, um, you're entering into a dark place. Yeah. But it says the word is a light into our path. So if the word is a light into our path, we have to use the word to shine on the path. So mm. we, you just, I just, you say, yeah, it's difficult to take it one day at a time. Well, you have to take it one day at a time because <laughs> that's the flashlight. It's like right, literally, right. It, it's, it's like what I did is I gave you the word. It's like I gave you a flashlight. Right. I cut it on, gave you the flashlight. Then what we do is say, man, it's hard, and you cut the flashlight off. Well, actually, it's like you give us the you give mm -hmm. you're given a flashlight, but you have to turn it on. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I gave you a word about one day at a time. Cut the you cut the flashlight on, give it to you. Yeah, it's difficult to do. You cut it off. Yeah, and then you slip back into darkness. Right. And that's all I'm saying is that um, the word is a light into our path, and and we have to. All of these things I'm preaching to myself because right. it's I wrestle with the same things. Right. But we have to uh, rely on His Word, and our warfare is is not carnal, is not in His flesh. But we wrestle against principalities, powers, rules of darkness. Um, it's a it's spiritual warfare we deal with as well because we have an enemy. And God tells us to be aware in First Peter 5, 8, he tells us to be aware mm -hmm. because this enemy is going to and fro um, to kill, to t steal and destroy. Right. And part of um, destroying is trying to get you off the path, trying to get you unfocused, mm -hmm. um, trying to destroy 
what God has for you. Right. And what God has for you, you have to trust in God by faith. You believe God. But when the enemy comes and begins to have you um, questioning, you know, and begin to not walk in faith, now he's trying to destroy the vision, the mission, the purpose God is giving you. Mm -hmm. So again, the, the, the answer lies in us in a shifting our thoughts and um, conditioning your mind. Right. Yeah. Putting on our armor, deal. putting your armor, setting your mind on things above and not on earthly things. You mentioned the word faith. I, I was listening to Pastor Marlon Harris and he just broke down, you know, in this sermon um, talking about, you know, faith and, you know, that as it's taught in the uh, book of Hebrews. And it's like in a reminder that he was giving us is the fact that the faith that we have is based on knowing who God is. When we completely understand and know who God is, we can trust his promises. Mm -hmm. God is going to be faithful to what he promised in his word that he will do. It's mm -hmm. not like you have faith in faith. You don't have faith in I work hard and things are just going to come. Mm -hmm. You have faith in who is the creator, right, of our soul and, and you know, the giver of life. We have um, faith in God. And if we know him to be true, if we know him to be faithful, and if we really pause and just ponder on how good God has already been, then a lot of times that can be the strength to get us through when those moments mm -hmm. and those darkness come. Look at me talk. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm telling myself like part of my problem, like mm -hmm. something I need to practice myself. But it, it is. It's like a reminder if we remember the goodness of God always, not just when something is coming up that we are facing, but all the time we just think about the goodness of God. It helps us to remember who he is. And then we, our faith is strengthened because there's nothing that can pull us away from knowing that God is able to do it again. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important for us to be balanced mm -hmm. um, in our, um, in our hearts, desires, things that we desire, things we want. And I yeah. find myself often, you know, fighting and slipping into funks because you know, I don't have what I desire. And this is the tough, this is another tough um, mindset to mm -hmm. have, but I think it's very important to have this mindset and be balanced in it. I was just thinking about Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, mm -hmm. where they were about to get thrown into this fire. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the fire was so hot that the guys that threw them into the fire, um, literally was burned up and um king nebuchadnezzar this guy at this moment he was ruthless you know so he he's about to toss he's tossing these guys in the fire and it's one of the most fascinating um acts of faith as far as the mindset to have faith in god that i've um, come across in scripture because what these guys said they were like they told those told King Nebuchadnezzar and all those standing around, they were like, look, if God don't deliver us, mm -hmm. he's still God. He's still God. Yeah. And he deliver us, he God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we wrestle with. Right. I think we have to have the main, that, that mindset because at the end of the day, God knows what's best for us. Right. And, um, and the thing is when he is, 
the delight of, of your heart. Right. Um, I think we have to be balanced because I'm not saying that don't go after your dreams and things like that, but you just got to make sure that your dream don't become a greater desire mm -hmm. than God. Yeah. And um, that is a challenge many of us have. And we have to have that mindset. Like, look, they, they were like, if God deliver us, mm -hmm. he God, if God don't deliver us, he's still God, right. period. Right. He's God. Right. And that's what's challenging for us. I think we're like, we'll believe in God for something, but we have to have the mindset that, look, if this something that I'm believing God for happens, he's God. And if it don't happen, he's God. Mm -hmm. And we have to have peace with that. And again, that's not to say don't go after your dreams. Right. Again, I'm repeating right. myself. It's just important that our dreams and desires should not be greater or become greater than our desire for God. Um, because then you can get, begin to get into idol worship. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's like you, you're just so focused on what you want. And um, you mm -hmm. can lose sight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like Paul when he said that, you know, whether I'm a base or whether I'm a bound, right? You know, he, he's content. He's content. Right. And that's the thing that, you know, um, that is the hard part is for us to definitely balance contentment. You know, and then when we have so many things that, you know, whether it's with relationships, you see people, especially around this time of year, you know, you see couples together, you know, um, all these fun family videos, your family may be messed up. You know what I'm saying? It's like you are faced with so many, you know, challenges. A lot of it is what we're, you know, setting our eyes upon. And that is what we set our desire on. So I do agree with you is the fact that if, you know, set our desires on, on Christ, set our heart on Christ, he knows what we are in need of and he also said that if you trust me i will give you those desires but the thing is you know um it may not look the way we think it's going to look that's another thing it might not come how we set it out to you know or pictured it to be but like you're saying god knows what's best for us and you know I, one of the things i want to ask you what do we say to people that you know may be desiring a special someone and they've been believing God and praying for this person for a long time. And they've been in messed up relationships thinking that this was an answer to prayer. And it was obviously not an answer to prayer because it ended in catastrophe, you know, or, or a lot of drama per se. So how do we encourage people that have a desire for, you know, a relationship? I think the answer, cause I've heard people jokingly say, you know, um, like I want a man or a man like, you know, I'm believing God for a, a woman and whatever. And they like, you know, Jesus don't have flesh on, them. you know, mm -hmm. I can't hold Jesus, <laughs> you know, um, this, I really, and it's interesting you asked that because I was thinking about this before you asked me, mm. I really think that the answer, the comfort lies in fellowship. Mm. And, Real fellowship. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, then I say fellowship. I'm talking right. about, I'm not talking about a church service. I'm exactly. not talking about church programs. I'm not talking about, you know, um, any of that. I'm talking about real Christ centered 
family, fellowship. There is warmth mm -hmm. in fellowship. Mm -hmm. I'm not, there's no warmth in just because um, what many churches have mastered is the art of what I call services and programs. Right. Where you see people at this, you go to this particular ch church or you go to this building, you see people consistently when you go on Sunday or Wednesday. And that's the only time you see them. And in it just cordial. stops right there. Right. But when you look at the first church, it says that they had this deep um, love for one another, a belonging. It says those who had mm -hmm. um, gave so those who didn't have would have. There was this warmth, this warmth they were experiencing in fellowship. And I think it's so important, um, you know, that we... And the Holy Spirit will lead you yeah. to a Christ-centered fellowship, yeah. a place, whether that's an organization, a church, or whether it's just a group of believers. The I think people that really deal with a lot of um, just this, that they deal with a lot of challenges when loneliness. it comes to loneliness, yep, etc. cetera, right. is you can't be a lone ranger. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be, it's like using sports for an example. You're not going to just go play basketball by yourself. You're mm -hmm. not typically just going to play any sport by yourself. Yeah. You know, even you can't though, play kickball yeah, by yourself. Even the by yourself <laughs> sports like golf, they yeah. still have people walking with them. Right. You know, I can't think of the position that they call them, but this is a guy that you, you're always going to have a team around. You. Yeah. And I think, and you know, when you have a team, when you have a, a fellowship, when you have people you're connected with, mm -hmm. I really think that's where the spirit moves and the spirit moves in those environments mm -hmm. where there, uh, where there's warm and Christ-centered fellowship. But you have to have and that leaders. challenges that I yeah. think that can, um, that directly challenge loneliness because yeah, you're true. not alone because you're, you're not, not lonely but i right. think people to deal with a lot of loneliness is they don't have like solid christ in a fellowship i'm not talking about yeah being a member of church i'm right, talking right. about godly christ-centered fellowship right i mean and some people find it in their workplace yeah i mean you know what i'm saying it's like mm -hmm. you can't and, and dude I mean, you can be at a grocery store and connect with someone. Mm -hmm. It's like, but you're 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 right. You have to open up your heart in order, you know, in order to meet people and not be afraid to say hello to people. But some people are introverts, Brian, and they mm -hmm. just don't want to talk mm -hmm. to people. Okay, we talking about Christian people. What I did is just gave you a flashlight, and then you cut it off. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. with every. It's like. Uh, it's a choice. Yeah, it is. A I choice. don't care how introverted, extrovert, extrovert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a choice. Right. And God says, I set before you life and death. Choose. Yeah, choose. God is a gentleman. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, he is a gentleman. So uh, Jesus is a gentleman. So he's never going to force himself upon you. Mm -hmm. um, he gives us the word. Mm -hmm. His word. He has given us his word. We have his presence. He's mm -hmm. with us. But you have to apply the word. Yeah. You have to apply it because it's 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 almost like what what and I hear what you're saying, but what people do is almost like 
God has given us mm -hmm. this fire. Right. But then we walk away from it and say we cold. Right. Or we'll throw a blanket over it and the fire go out. Yeah, however you, yeah. you know you want to look at it. But yeah. what happens is that we it's a choice. Right. He has a fire made for us and it's yeah. right there in front right. of us. It's your choice to sit and enjoy the warmth. Mm -hmm. It's your choice to walk away and be cold. Mm -hmm. It's your choice to douse water upon it and put it out. Yeah. But he is a gentleman. And he's not going to grab you and drag you to the fire. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not going to do that. Yeah. So um, it's and 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 these this th these things we're talking about, it's not easy, but no, it can't be not. done in the flesh. It has to be done in the spirit. Right. And it takes faith. You have to step out on faith and trust God and mm -hmm. believe God. Trust His love for you, right? Because at the end of the day, if we Focus in on pretty much like if our eyes are just kind of looking at our neighbor situation or looking at what someone else have or and I'm not even talking about material things right now. There is a big gap or a big, you know, discontentment just with relationships alone. And this time of year definitely exposes that people mm -hmm. see couples together or mm -hmm. this is another thing, too. You have people that have lost loved ones. You know what I'm saying? So that's another pain, mm -hmm. you know, that people are facing during this time of year. And the only thing I can do is just encourage you is to just spend time in prayer. Like Brian is saying, you know, get a group of people around you to even pray with you sometimes, you know, get in a good fellowship, you know, not necessarily like a, you know, church, but there's nothing wrong with church because I'm a believer and I, you know, think fellowship is good. But at the same time, you 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 can't go around being a long ranger and, you know, um there is healing sometimes, you know, just with going outside of what's within your home. You know what I mean? As far as like you being by yourself all the time and mm -hmm. reminding yourself about the pain that you're mm -hmm. facing, sometimes it's mm -hmm. good to be in good fellowship. Yeah. So we're we're community. When you look right. at it, it's so many texts you can pull from yeah. like there is safety and godly counsel mm -hmm. you know when jesus told us to pray mm -hmm. think about it jesus didn't say he didn't start off by saying like it wasn't he said our father mm -hmm. who art in heaven holy is your name right our kingdom come mm -hmm. you know um, no, I'm sorry. I'm messing the Lord's prayer up. Y'all forgive me. It's, Our Father who art in heaven, holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will, thy be, will done. be done. Yep. But where the point that I'm I'm getting at is it's our. Right. Meaning that it's 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 a unified community. Yeah. We're not this, it, it didn't say my father who art in heaven that's mm -hmm. not how the prayer start it says our father right now yes there is a personal relationship we have with christ but what i'm saying is that we pray in community mm -hmm. we are a community we right. are a family in christ oh yeah and we need each other you know what i'm saying we need each other mm -hmm. and that's why it's our father he is our dad but we not just God, well, I can say it like this, God ain't no single parent. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. He got ton of children. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's like, it's not just one 
you know, um, I don't know if I said that correctly. When I, I'm not trying to knock at single parents, but what I'm saying is that it's not one child in the house. Yeah. I said that wrong. But, but we're talking God about the spiritual the child, spiritual not, not the natural. Right. But I'm just saying that yeah. it's it's God doesn't just have one child. And I think we have to be careful. Even when Jesus told us how to pray, it wasn't like, okay, pray like it's just you and God and you the only child. That's what I meant to mm -hmm. say, not single parent, but mm -hmm. um, like you're the only child. Right. When he said pray, it's like our father because right. we have a house full of children mm -hmm. and we need to lean on each other. But the thing is, if we don't see one another as family, it's, it's it behooves me how we have such a stronger tie to our natural family than we do those who are in our spiritual family. You know, and like you're saying, if we begin to love one another, like the Bible tells us to, you know, consider the interests of others is better than yourself. There will be no lack. If there is like, you know, if this person don't have this happening in their home, but there are things happening within your home and you can see how you can be, you know, like a comfort in it, you know, um, a, a person like you carrying one another's burdens. If we began to see each other as a family, like we see our natural family actually greater than our natural family because we are stronger than that you know, because of Christ. Right. But the thing is, we have to begin to see one another as such. Yeah. And the, the fellowship, again, the fellowship is be, is the fellowship is not blood. The fellowship is spirit. Yeah. True. That's where the fellowship is. Right. You know, brother, mother, if, if you're forsaken, if you're in a, cause I know even it's a, a lot of folk, you know, that are dealing with challenges within their family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, they, it may be conflict in your family, you know, but when you are my prayer for you, whomever it may be that's dealing with um, family brokenness, your natural family, my prayer for you is that the Holy Spirit will lead you mm -hmm. to a Christ God centered fellowship of believers and you can flourish in that place. You can heal in that place. Mm -hmm. Your deliverance lies in that place. When God called Lazarus from the dead, when you look at in all God and all four gospels, the same thing happened when that story was told. God spoke into the tomb and he said, Lazarus, come or Lazarus, get up. When Lazarus got up, he had on his death clothes. It's like he was wrapped up like a mummy. And in every one of those stories, in every story told from mm -hmm. each, from Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, when they when the story was told, mm -hmm. Jesus never touched Lazarus. He spoke and Lazarus got up mm -hmm. and Lazarus came. And then if you look in the text, he says, those who were standing around, he said, you all unravel them. Mm -hmm. You take the, the death, you take the death cloth off, off of him. Right. Okay. So we, and the point is, we need people. We need each other. We need people that will stand around us, God fearing, Christ centered people, a, a, a fellowship mm -hmm. that will unbandage us. And yeah. guess what? When we're in those spaces as well, we're unbandaging right. people ourselves. Right. 
that's the power of fellowship. It is the power of fellowship. I would say this in closing, as we think about, you know, like I said before, we're coming in a season where it causes us to ponder, you know, certain things in our lives, certain aspects of goals that didn't get achieved or certain things that we desire, whether it's marriage, new jobs, or whether it's children that we, you know, wanted to have and we're not able to have, you know, um, we those those things are very painful when it doesn't happen and it's very you know disheartening but i would encourage you to trust the love that god has for you and in christ there is no lack you are not inadequate because these things have not happened for you it doesn't mean that you're less than because you're not a, a parent or you don't have a husband or you don't have this particular career your um validation is found in christ alone that's it and place your trust and your hope in the only one who is hope. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the church said amen. And the church said amen. Well, guys, we are in ladies. <laughs> I always say guys, I mean ladies too. You know, we're so excited to be coming back again. You know, we've been through this roller coaster up and down, but um, you know, joining us constantly weekly um, on Tea and Conversations because we really enjoy spending time with you guys and sharing the insight that God has give, given to us to be an encouragement to you. So we, you know, encourage you to tune in and join us um, as we continue recording these episodes. And if you have a topic that you want us to kind of hop on, you know, let us know, you know, send it in our email. Um, Brian, what's our email? Entertainment at Brian and Catania.com. That's the word entertainment. Brian is B R I A N. It's Catania, not and. And. No, it's no, just no, I'm sorry. Entertainment, entertainment at Brian Catania.com. So it's entertainment at B R I A N K U T A N I A. That's right. Com. All right. Well, guys, hopefully we'll get a chance to have another recording um, before Christmas. But you guys take care, and we're so glad that you joined us right here on TN Conversations. Conversations. All right, guys, good night. Bless you.